0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. And a great inning for Thorpe. A 1-2-3 seventh inning. Got him. Zipped a fastball by him. One away. Quite a night for the Aussie. Lewis Thorpe. I'd smile, too, if I were him. Yeah, I did a terrific job. What a job by that young man tonight.
1: That highlight courtesy of Fox Sports North. Quite a job by the Twins last night, taking down the Yankees 8-6 to in a back-and-forth game. This is the Score North first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Magic number is 61. Our exact location in Bombasota is CHS Field, home of your St. Saint Paul Saints and home of the American Association All-Star Game tonight. Get tickets for that by going to saintsbaseball.com. Dot com. Real quick on the conversation we were just having, Drew tweets into uh, at Jay Zalget, at Derek Wetmore, and at Rami is tweeting. According to my dad, Sterling and Waldman were complaining vociferously on the Yankees radio broadcast last night, which probably amplified all of it in terms of the, uh, the noise in the stadium coming from the PA system. Now, Noise in the stadium can be annoying. I I started Twitter war with A's fans and the actual A's account itself over those stupid drums <laughs> and and vuvuzelas and air horns that just go on constantly throughout the baseball game. I don't like noise just for the sake of noise, but when there's like when it's with a purpose, when it's to distract the opposing team or excite the home crowd or something exciting actually happens. Noise is supposed to happen. This can't be the first place this has happened to the Yankees for their play-by-play team to be complaining about it vociferously on the radio call.
2: uh, um, It's a great word. Sterling is like 85 now, and Waldman is not exactly young, and so my guess is that the noise just um, annoyed them because... There was nothing that happened at Target Field last night, noise-wise, that you said to yourself was out of That's the ordinary, right. <laughs> <All>, Well, <laughs> right. but, but I mean, I'm the I'm the first to complain now as an old guy myself. If they like jack it up to the point of it's hurting your ears or something, right? Like I believe me, I've I've heard noise. It's loud
1: I, in here. I can
2: identify noise. Warm ups at the Wild Game. The music they play. Often, way too loud. Like them to turn it down. <laughs> I've tweeted about that. There was nothing the Twins Just did. Started movement. And Derek's right. The Twins, the Twins troll music-wise subtly and really well, and deserve credit. That's funny. It's funny. That's yeah, funny. I like it. And and I would contend that the majority of
3: opposing players that get it actually think it's funny. Sure. Yeah. If if you are one of the people that's in on the joke. All right. But are you telling This is worth it. It's a little you, easter egg for you. But are you
2: telling me if you're Aaron Judge at the plate last night you. and you're stepping out and they they play ba bada, you know, something like bang bang bang, you're like, "Oh, this is terrible. I can't hit now." <laughs> you know, everybody clap <laughs> your hands. I just got out of to hit a baseball. These people are clapping I'm, I'm back done. Here. I'm done. I'll any I time. <laughs> the disrespect.
3: Ump, everybody's clapping their hands. Why, why are they doing <laughs> yeah, that? I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't think too much of it. Honestly, I don't know. Like, that's not what I go to a park for, but I can appreciate that they're trying to entertain the you know crowd for 34000
2: if this, If this is the mindset, the Yankees are fragile. Yankees are getting soft. Yep. They're... The Yankees are getting soft. So, you know what you do tonight? Right cross them, right across the chin.
1: And if they come here in October. Play all the music. Like, don't even <laughs> stop it. Dude, get all, get take all the, your records out. Take do what the NBA a's. does. You know what? Take the A's approach. Just pointless noise. Just <laughs> senseless <laughs> for all. all of it. Just play New York, New York for nine straight innings. <laughs> yeah, well,
3: it's not a distraction. Like, in hockey, it's funny that they'll do the light show and the music, and then as everyone's getting ready for a face-off, like even in-game, but then when the puck is about to drop, it's like silence, bright lights, Let's go. It's time to play hockey. It's like there's this code – and then in the NBA, they'll just play like three minutes of music. Uh, oh, they just play Of music. Constantly. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't. It clearly it doesn't affect the gameplay. Those guys have no issue with them trying to pump up the crowd Yankees? and sell a
2: product. Let's go with this storyline. The narrative now Yankees are getting soft. Yankees, Yankees are soft, soft man.
3: I don't soft know. baseball. Well, team. you told him yesterday, I called him the boogeyman, and you said, you're going to run over the boogeyman with the bomba bus yeah. this week at Target Field. And I believe your direct quote was. The boogeyman's going to be a hood ornament by the time you're done with it. That's that. right.
1: Absolutely. I guess that's what happens that's when right you don't
3: right. have any brakes on your bus. <laughs> it's reckless and dangerous and all kinds of fun.
1: Speaking of reckless and dangerous and all kinds of fun, Manny, uh, I think we're ready for some reckless trade speculation if you have the uh, proper setup for that. You want
4: reckless speculation?
0: Oh, you, you know this happen.
4: How about reckless trade speculation? And uh, eight days away
1: from the trade deadline, Derek Wetmore, who is our reckless trade speculation courtesy of today?
3: Ken Rosenthal had one, and there's also one in Sports Illustrated that I think is much less reckless, but it might... uh the Sports Illustrated one might just offend you. Save
1: the Ken Rosenthal one. Let's let's okay. let's do the other one first. Let's
3: Sports Illustrated wrote up a piece finding the perfect move, boys, for okay. every first place team. All right. Well, except for the Twins. They found a perfect move for a lot of teams, and then the Twins. They said, "You don't really have a shot, anyways. So this isn't a World Series type move. <laughs> Why don't you just trade for like the 60th best relief pitcher in the game, who's left handed?" Jake McGee from the Colorado Rockies, who's, I think it's like two years and 18 million left on that deal. Why, signed.
2: why didn't they tell the the person who wrote this, you know what, either don't write it or do something
3: else? <laughs> no, I think here's the thing.
2: Is I right, think- no, but seriously, right. that's your, this, I one, know. this is, and, and I'm not even going down the path of disrespect to the twins, but. If someone turned this into me and it's like you should publish this, Jake, McGee, I'd be like, what? This is a yeah. Gonna... If I'm the
1: editor, I'm like, you can leave out the paragraph about the twins and Jake McGee because nobody's you. clicking to read that. Well, it's they found
3: the perfect move for a bunch of other contenders who are going to swing for the fences, but apparently it's not the Twins' time to swing for the fences. So says this author. I'm I'm reading directly from SI here. I have a post up on it. Uh, OnScoreNorth.com, you and can find that. And the ScoreNorth mobile app. It is on the mobile app. It's your I It's oh, all ready content.
1: Uh, it's free for possibly a limited time, so act fast. For possibly a limited time, you pulled that one yesterday. <laughs>
3: Did you check with anybody, or you just didn't call and just see? Just do it, just, yeah. just, You don't know if it's free for a possibly limited time. Or? I mean, you
1: never know. That's right. You will. You would never know. Non-zero chance. So you better act now.
3: Taylor Rogers Go is the only there. lefty Minnesota has in relief. I'm reading directly from SI. Now, till last night this is Lewis interesting Thorpe. because it's before the twins called up Lewis Thorpe. And mm-hmm. if Lewis Thorpe, guys, is the answer to your lefty reliever question, this picture just got easier. Go trade for a dominant right handed setup, maybe a starter. That's what you need. But if you don't think that Lewis Thorpe is going to be the guy getting situational left handed outs in October, which, hey, Tip your cap last night, great performance against a great lineup. You should be proud of that. But if you're the twins, you can't rest on sentiment and say, Well, that was a fun night. Lewis Thorpe, boy, he's gonna get crucial outs against the Astros left handed hitters in October. Let's go. If if that's your conclusion, I'm fine with that. I'm not even gonna fight you. But you can't make that decision based off some minor league outings and one night against the Yankees. So, anyways, Jake McGee is you know left handed. That would help the Twins, but I don't think that's a swing for the fences. You know what that is? That doesn't even qualify as reckless. I
2: agree. It's boring speculation.
3: Exactly. And boring you know what we
2: should do? It's pointless. We should we should throw it in the garbage because BS like that offends me as a reckless <laughs> speculator. I am I am lice, I am licensed to be reckless, and you come with Jake McGee. Here's the thing about Jake. I mean, Jake why McGee. why don't you just make a deal with the Cubs for some guy at Des Moines? He can drive up and pitch for the Twins. I agree. That so, is boring
3: speculation. Jake Get McKee, it out of here. It's He's not reckless. It's pointless. Thirty-two years old. Three. .09 ERA. Yeah, you can stop right now. He's Derek. not even pitching in the ninth <laughs> yeah. inning let's for the Rockies. The, let's get to the good stuff. It's... <laughs> If you wanted Jake McGee Why are you talking about Jake McGee he was a free agent last year and you yeah. could have signed him why, 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 and why, didn't.
2: Why are you still talking about this? SI, get your act together and just fold up the website. Come on.
3: Rami Ram, asked me to start with the non Kevin I didn't want fall, him to be so...
1: disappointed with the, the, the second one.
3: You saved that. <laughs> like, we gotta go to break. Right.
1: You save the main attraction. You get the garbage out of the way first.
3: So I, look if they make that deal, it better not be the only deal. I don't think it would be garbage because you get a lefty, it helped the pen. But if that's your only deal, Twins fans would be justified to be disappointed. He's still, He's still talking, talking still about Jake about McGee. Yeah. I don't understand. What are you doing?
2: This. You're giving me Jake McGee.
3: Give me the good stuff. Okay, Ken Rosenthal. You <laughs> may have heard of him. Writes for The Athletic now. now this is good. Subscription required, but I uh, linked to it and I excerpted it on the uh, scorenorth.com <laughs> and, uh, Score North aggregated. And Score North. Oh, you're welcome for the subscribers that I'm going to send your way by writing about it on the very popular sports website in Minnesota. And
1: I'll just say it's a fine website; you should be subscribing to it if you.
4: And it looks like we may have lost the, the connection to the guys out at CHS Field. But uh, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break here.
0: You aren't into Minnesota sports? Talk to the Mitten Score North. Minnesota sports. Anytime, anywhere. ScoreNorth.com.
4: Uh, All right. It looks like we've reconnected with the guys out at CHS Field. And, uh, guys, I'll bring it back to you. Where we lost you was you were talking about the uh, Sports Illustrated deal that Derek had found. Yeah, and we did not th- even get into the uh, Ken Rosenthal deal yet. We, we, we didn't hear talk
1: it. We about the Sports Illustrated thing
3: anymore. They were really mad
4: about that.
1: Who,
3: Rami Bob- was so mad he kicked our internet connection out. I
1: think was I'm it sure Bobby, that- Bobby Bobby McGee? I don't even know who it was. Jimmy that- McGee. Bobby Jim- McGee. Jim- Thanks, <laughs> <know>. Janet Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> but that nobody cares about that. We want to talk about the juicy reckless speculation that uh, Ken Rosenthal had at the Athletic. Derek, what more?
3: Uh, there is some juicy speculation, and you guys might like this one a little bit better. A lot a bit better. You didn't like Jake McGee, lefty from the Rockies, a couple years left on his deal. Uh, Ken Rosenthal basically gets into the whole premise of, Do did the Twins miss the window of of adding a reliever? Did they get into the point where they can't, uh, Is like it's too late to add almost. Now, it goes without saying that there are still good relievers out there. The Twins could still make a trade. But I think Rosenthal's point in his article in The Athletic is that, there were a couple of guys made available very early on in trade talks. The Twins didn't get a deal done for one reason or another, and yet they've watched their division lead shrink from 11 and a half games to 3 games. So his, his whole speculation premise is kind of like the Twins, are, they, are did they wait too long really to pull something off and get a deal done?
1: I don't think they've waited too long until they've waited too long. Does that sound, does that well, sound stupid? There, like, there have to be more trades made question, before, that, right.
2: before that can be said, or else everybody has w- waited too long. Because
1: I don't think they haven't blown the division. Let's let's be real. Any 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 uh any analytical any statistical projection that you look like you look at has the Twins with a very good probability of winning the AL Central. So I disagree with Ken Rosenthal. I rarely ever say that, but I disagree with Ken Rosenthal if he's saying that they've already blown the division by not going out and making a move earlier and and the Indians will only gain more ground from here i don't think that's necessarily the case and if we're talking about the trade market and what's out there what's available for for the twins to be had or any other contender to be had right now all the pieces are still out there we went through it at the beginning of the show there haven't the the top the top pieces the top chips on the market have not been traded yet. They're still out there for the Twins if they want to pay whatever price it is to get them. I think it's
2: fair to say that there's a potential that the Twins misgauge the market and that they didn't pounce when they should have because they were thinking the price would come down, and now that there's a chance that the price is going to at least remain the same or go up. So I think that might be a fair conversation and criticism, but to act like the market, it's done now, is is ridiculous. By July 31st, some teams are going to make trades. And and it, as we talked about in hour one, you know, pitching wise, you've got what so far? You've got the uh, Kansas City Oakland trade, right, Derek? Yep. You've got the Boston Baltimore trade. That's right. But those are those are relatively minor deals. Those so are there's wattage trades. so the market is not dried up and gone. It's there. The question is, who wants to pay the price?
3: The other thing I think you could point to, and at least in terms of relief market, Craig Kimbrell. That's it's not a trade but it's a mid-season addition yes. that was open to all 30 teams. And, and I the, still would have signed him. And I
2: still would have signed him. Sure. But that's yes, you're right. That's not that's not this conversation.
3: The moves that rosenthal's writing about if i can just read from his piece here for a second it's excerpted on um score north.com
1: and the uh score, north score north mobile, mobile app. app yeah free for possibly a limited time it's your one-stop shop for all written content from score north.com i just look to rami every time i need someone to say Luis
3: <laughs> arise and talk about the score <laughs> or just shamelessly app. plug anything <laughs> it's anything really, you're really good
1: mypillow.com at promo code north you're amazingly good <laughs>
3: At that. I'm reading directly <laughs> from The Athletic here by uh, Ken Rosenthal, famous baseball reporter, who says that the Giants, Sam Dyson, the Tigers, Joe Jimenez... Um, and the Royals' Jake Diekman and Blue Jays' Daniel Hudson are among those who hit the market early, according to sources. The Twins tried to pursue certain names, including some of those listed above, but teams were reluctant to engage at a realistic level or even engage at all, sources said. End quote from The Athletic. And I guess what I take that to mean is that the Twins were trying to get that sort of second-tier arm into their bullpen and teams were either straight up not calling them back or they were asking for the moon and the stars for a seventh-inning reliever and couldn't hardly blame the Twins if they didn't move with that.
2: I'm curious, though, what that means. To me, that that paragraph is not clear. Because, yeah, if the Twins called, and and I believe that, Negotiations in these instances start with you call and lowball a team, and they're like, "No way!" And, and then, then
3: they ask for Royce and, Lewis, and yeah, and then and you, you go back and
2: forth. <laughs> but does this mean the teams, the teams didn't want to take the Twins up on their offer at all? The it Ken in this case to me leaves me asking as many questions about what he wrote as, and, as he does clearing things up, and so. This is, but this is the process, and and I think the one place though that I'll go back to that, as we sit here now and have this conversation, if there's going to be criticism of the twins, it is on the fact that it, that there's a chance they misjudged the market and should have just pounced and didn't. But this is also something that clearly the Yankees are doing. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's right. The Red Sox are doing lots of teams. Red Sox, Houston might be sellers now, boys. Houston, Houston. Don't look now, Houston. So. So and and this does this does go back to and a, a year from now it'll probably be clear. We don't know because of one deadline, who's going to do what, and how it's going to play out. I would have said all-star game trade start. They didn't, and, and I would guess next year there's going going to be more clarity here. Sure, but Ken's paragraph in this case. Does leave well, me asking as many questions about what he means about what the twins have or have not. And
3: done. And let's be honest, I just read you four names, and I mentioned Craig Kimbrell. Let's we'll skip that for now. That one doesn't count. He's off the market. I don't think the Cubs are trading Craig Kimbrell. Rome, no, do you probably have any not. On that? I I have not heard anything to that effect. Okay, so I listed four names for you guys. Which one of them made you lean forward in your chair and say, "Give me the four yeah, again." Sure, okay. gladly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just stop me when you've heard enough. <laughs> Sam Dyson, San Francisco. Joe Jimenez. Uh, Detroit, Jake Deakman, Kansas City, mm-hmm. Daniel Hudson, Toronto. Well, three of those four, I I wouldn't mind. Which I, which one of those makes you Dyson say, "Hang Diekman. on, Wetmore." What'd you just say?
1: Yeah, that none of them. No, but that's not the trade that they made to where we play the parade. That's right, right. Any, th- any one of those. No, three but guys. it is.
2: But it is part of a trade that that we've talked about, yes. which is I would like two bull- bullpen yeah, arms, exactly. one of whom is not going to blow you away, but going to be a very solid player, pitcher, yep. and three of the four at least, if not all four on that list, I think qualify as solid. I wouldn't scoff and say, oh, no, no, I wouldn't take that. To
1: sure. put it in stand-up comedy terms, though, you need a headliner. Like yeah. these guys that we're talking about, they're openers. It's exactly. Well, right. don't put
2: it that don't put it that way because then it creates more confusion. Because then you're like you're going to go from openers. them to Kyle Gibson, and then <laughs> fans are like, right. why, why do you want? Why would you have to Sam Dyson? You're
3: Sam Dyson. In fact, I think that the Twins need two types of arms. And since cloning and uh, you know replicating major league pitchers is not going to be a thing at, before the 2019 trade deadline, anyways, you can't just clone Tyler Duffy and clone Taylor Rogers and call it a day. So what I would try to do if I was the Twins, I want a lefty. And if that's Lewis Thorpe, then great. But I I, I need to see more from Lewis Thorpe to know that. I need a lefty, and I need a high-leverage guy. And that's like Taylor Rogers or better. And if I can get both of those things done with one guy, then maybe I don't need two, three arms to add to this thing, and it's a pennant team. But I think the likely outcome is you get a lefty that is – a good pitcher, a serviceable guy. Somebody in the classic baseball terms that you're talking about as a 7th inning guy or a setup guy.
1: Willie McGee, right? Your guy. Willie McGee. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most
2: attractive men in baseball, that's all I know. Saw him play quite a bit.
3: It's Jake
1: McGee, oh, Jake
2: but I McGee. can forgive you Sorry, for having I forgotten yes. this.
3: His first name. Right. Um, that is the low wattage move and then the swing for the fences move of Will Smith if he becomes available or Kirby Yates if he becomes available. I think that the Twins are going to need both, to be honest with What's you. What's your so
2: confidence right now that, that the Twins are going to make that latter deal you're talking
3: 50-50. about? 50-50. 50-50 because okay. I could see them going into it and saying – uh, boy, this, this team's really scuffling right now. Do we really think it's one relief arm away from World Series? Do you think the Twins would say that about themselves? Yeah. They're not scuffling enough for me to say that. No, I know, but I think that the Twins are, you know what? at every you know turn, Judd, they've been more pragmatic than you and I. You they've think been the more Twins, you
2: know what, if they say that, shame on them. Ag- and agree. you're selling yourself short. And, and, I be- and I believe if we find out that that is the um, contention from inside target field, they should be ripped for it. That you, would upset me a
3: lot.
1: Yep. You think there are people within the Twins who are questioning if this team is worth adding to?
3: No, I think there are people within the Twins that are questioning whether it's worth trading Alex Kirilov to add to. I know that. That's like (laughs) not even a stretch.
2: Yeah. Right, but you could still put together a deal that would could be competitive. Sure. If you want to go get Jake Diekman, you you can have him. If you sit down at at the owner's table before july thirty one and say, Yeah, you know, we've scuffled a bit. If you talk yourself into not making that trade in two thousand nineteen with the way
3: things are right now, in the American League, shame on you. Yeah, boo. I've got some names for you guys if you want to swing a little bit higher than your uh was it Johnny McGee? I can't remember what you said. Bobby McGee. Mars
1: Bars McGee. Bobby yeah, McGee
2: sure. is the song from Janice Joplin, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. Love that <laughs> <song>. <laughs> hey, it's hey, song.
2: Bobby McGee <laughs>
3: No, go ahead, Judd. I'll turn your mic up. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> song. Rami, I'll pot us down. Right. <laughs> Rami's right. It's a great song. Manny, don't bother looking up the soundtrack. We don't want a bed for uh, D- Judds. Don't want to encourage this kind of behavior.
1: Do you have more reckless speculation? Is that what you were just leading to? This is my reckless speculation. Oh, your own personal reckless speculation. Um, I think we have reckless Speculation. Should we save Derek's personal reckless speculation for after a break, or do we have time to get into it right now?
4: Well, we've we've got time to get into it right now, oh, but if you want to save let's it let's for it. the last we'll the segment, do it. yeah. I mean, it's, it's up to you guys. you want to get into it right now? Well, go let's right burn ahead. some
3: names. Yeah, let's do it. All so right. if you want to aim a little bit higher, by the way, on that list that I read earlier, I'm not trying to criticize those relievers. I do think that they would help, but I think that they're not Taylor Rodgers plus. Like you don't, need, uh, you don't, no need to apologize. Is it is it Jimenez in Detroit? Yeah. I, I don't know how to say the name, I, but he was an All Star last year yeah. and just like lights out this but year. That's the
2: that's the next list of names. Yes, we, we've talked about impact starter, impact bullpen arm, next level of yes, yeah. yes, but but an improvement on what you regularly send
3: out there right now. To compliment. Well, I've got some names for you. All right. If you want to go more than supplementary, and some of these guys team control, some of them not, so don't worry about that. Um, Some of them left-handed. Actually, I think only one of these guys might be left-handed. But the list of names that I would be calling on if the Giants people are not available because I am – I'd be curious on Tony Watson, I'd be curious on Sam Dyson, and I'd sure as heck be curious on Will Smith if San Francisco decides, yeah, why don't we sell here? Um, but that sort of in-between, the dominant, Kirby Yates, Will Smith, Ken Giles if he's healthy, and the Jake McGee's of the world, I think there's this vast There's probably 40 pitchers that you could say fit into that category of target him, better than Jake McGee, worse than Will Smith, let's go. A couple of those names that I think that the Twins should be calling on are Shane Green of the Tigers, Seth Lugo of the Mets, Greg Holland, Diamondbacks, assume they're going to be sellers. Ian Kennedy of the Royals. I know they're going to be sellers. Ian Kennedy impressed me the couple times I've seen him this year against the Twins. And then lefty from the White Sox, Aaron Bummer, if you're looking
1: for a left-handed reliever. I don't like a reliever named Bummer.
3: I think we could have some fun with it.
2: <laughs> it's a great
3: name. I think we could have He's some fun with it. pitched against the
1: Twins this year. It's a great name.
3: Yeah. I, I think we could have some fun with it. At Score North, <laughs> if Aaron Bummer was traded to the Twins and they solved the lefty paradigm, mm. now you got Lewis Thorpe, Aaron Bummer, and Taylor Rogers mowing them down what's your in the favorite and in innings. Did you just write off? Of those? Yep. Probably Shane Green. Probably Shane Green. Just because I'm factoring in cost and ability and what I think he can be going forward. Shane Green's pretty exciting, because you'd have him for next year, too.
1: Are any of those guys, going back to my analogy before, headliners, or are those all opening acts, in your opinion? Boy, if those are the opening acts, I can't wait to hear who's... Uh...
2: Shane Green Shane Green would be, I, I think, in the uh,
3: latter category, don't you, dare? Yeah, I mean, like... He'd be a headliner. Yeah, this, this would be like Aziz Ansari's opening for Chris Rock. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course Chris Rock's the headliner, but if, I'm not going to go to the show late. If,
2: if you get Shane Green... You're not getting a better arm, then. Probably not. That trade's going to tap right. you pretty. That that's going to be a big trade.
3: Yeah, that's 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 a headline. Like you're not going to turn around the and the get Ken 20s. Giles. Right. You could turn around and get an Aaron or Bummer or yeah. uh, Jake McGee <laughs> if you wanted to. Well, no, to. but that
2: list you gave us for before sure. that that you didn't like. If you if you went and got a Shane Green and and take your pick off the previous list sure. of a of a guy. I think that 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 would be a lot because the the trades would be fairly substantial, but I think that 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 would be along the lines of what we've been talking and thinking about, which is really good back-of-the-bullpen arm and then a complementary arm that's really an upgrade on most of what you have currently. scares
3: me a little bit. Not all, but most. Another guy that's kind of high up my list, not quite as high as those other names I just listed, but uh, the Mets fireballer that we just saw, Edwin Diaz. Could be an interesting name. I fully expect the Mets to be sellers, and so I would be fishing off of that pitching staff. If, uh, well, okay, if Noah Syndergaard doesn't happen, which I'm, that'd be okay. If Noah Syndergaard was wearing <laughs> yeah, a okay. uniform, I think that You'd would be, be all your right headliner. with that. Okay. There's your Chris Rod. There's Rock, your headliner. Ronnie. Yeah, and then it doesn't matter who's opening because well, yeah, you now pretty it's a famous it. celebrity yeah, headliner. Yeah, sure. though, we don't exactly. have an opening you act. We're just gonna play elevator air. music. Yeah. and Noah Syndergaard's gonna pitch eight innings, but. Uh, Edwin Diaz is pretty interesting. He scares me a little bit, to be honest. Can He's he control the ball? Target field? That's my question. I mean, he throws—he throws absolute gas. But
2: I have no clue half the time where it's going.
3: Yeah. Well, you and him both. I buddy. know. <laughs> like, that's the problem. That I—I I would just look at bad teams and just try to pillage their pitching staff and say, "Okay, well, cool. Well, you're getting rid of some guys. You have to. You want some prospects? Okay, that goes—that goes,
2: go. goes back to, to my question of is the reason why the Twins weren't listened to previously because they tried to do exactly what Derek Wetmore just said, and teams were like, what are you talking about?
3: Well, so let's go back to what Rosenthal wrote. He wrote, quote, the Twins tried to pursue some certain names, including some of those listed above. Those were the four sort of B-list relievers I was talking about. He says, but teams were reluctant to engage at a realistic level or even engage at all. So what I take that to mean Look, you called the Giants. You texted the Giants and said, all right, here's our list of four names we're curious about. What kind of prospect range are we talking here? Do we think we're going to have a deal, or are we just too far apart? And if you're the Giants, you're busy winning 13 of 15 games. Are you sure you're going to text them back and say, okay, sure, give us this range 10 to 15 in your system, and we we got a deal here? Or are you just going to say – do you mind if we take a week and think about it, see right. where we're at? If we win our next seven games, this is a different conversation. That's, that's kind of what I took that to mean. And, you know, hey, if you're Kansas City or Toronto or Detroit, you know you're selling, you might just be saying, hey, bring us your offer. We're going to shop it around and we're going to take this thing up to the deadline to get the best deal we can. I wouldn't be offended by that if I wasn't the Twins, or I mean if I was the Twins, but I could see being frustrated enough to text Ken Rosenthal about it and say, hey, what the heck, man, we're getting raked over the coals for not adding to our bullpen Here's all the texts from us trying to add to our bullpen and look at where it's got us so far.
1: It does sound, by the way, Rosenthal characterizes it, that these talks never got past the text phase. They never got to phone calls and certainly never FaceTime. No,
3: because that is the natural progression (laughs) of a trade
1: relationship, Exactly, Texts
3: and emails, phone calls, FaceTime. Right, exactly. Of any relationship. It is. It's exactly like dating. Yeah. It's, we, we, we've broken this down. I gotta, Robbie's got the pathway carved I've got to do my laundry
2: on Saturday night, so that's <laughs> going to be a no-go for me. So, you know, Sam Dyson can't come
1: over to play. Sorry, Derek Valvey. Apparently nowadays when you get the phone number, Judd, if you get the phone number, sometimes it's just a DM, but you don't call. You do not call. Like I know when you were dating, you got the phone number, you called. Right? I actually
2: called from a phone in my parents' kitchen that was on the, <laughs> that was hanging on the wall, and I had to and I had to yes. put the numbers. I yes. had to take my index finger and dial exactly. the numbers. Yeah,
1: that's you don't do that anymore. Now, if you call right after you get the phone number, she's freaked out. It's just coming on a little strong. Text first. You know what? Though? And then this after, is perfect. After a few because baseballs
2: dates. changed too, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> baseball, Calvin Griffin used to pick up the rotary phone and like dial, you know, three one two or something, to try and make a trade. So there's very, there's probably big time parallels now between actual dating and how baseball executives exactly. deal with trading. That's You're what right. I'm saying.
1: So you after a, after a few dates, you you might be at phone call status, and then when things are really
2: good, you might you might Facetime. So can you text immediately now? or do you not text? Um.
4: And it appears we have lost the guys yet again. So what we'll do is we'll take another quick break and uh, come back with the Score North power equipment today.
0: Love Minnesota sports? Check out our package, scorenorth.com.
4: All right, time for Score North download. It one forty six here on AM 1500, scorenorth.com. And that wonderful and free score north mobile app you should download it it's great and uh coming up at uh, two o'clock we have purple daily with uh matthew collar with plenty of notes on the minnesota vikings as training camp is starting up for the purple this week so be sure to check that out at two o'clock when the score north first place twin show is all done here and we do have the guys back at chs field hello gentlemen
1: Hello, Manny. It is the Score North first place. <laughs> Twins show live from Bumbas, Soda. Great to be talking the to you, The land Manny. of 10,000. We apologize for the uh, technical difficulties. We think we got them figured out. Shouldn't be a problem the rest of the afternoon. By the will try not to kick the court again. Mackie and Judd with Rami at 4 o'clock. Also live out here at CHS Field tonight where the uh, St. Saint Paul Saints are hosting the American Association All-Star Game. Get your tickets at saintsbaseball.com. Chad not happy with the technical difficulties. He says tighten it up. Those <laughs> guys are freaking Savages uh, on uh,
0: the uh, microphone. Savages. Uh, that's good. You got me on that. Where's that one? That's Tighten good. Up, I like at chat. Score Thank Very you, good. Chad.
3: Time
1: it up. All
2: right. I got a complaint, and and this applies to last night's uh, Twins game, and I think as far as I can recall, there's either two or three of these though fan bases that don't exist. Okay, and by that I mean this. Uh huh. Last night, the Yankee fans. If you you know what if you're really a Yankee fan, if you're a New Yorker who moved here, God bless you. But as Derek can attest, there were what seemed to be thousands at least of people, a few thousand people cheering. All right, there's nothing worse than Yankee fans, Laker fans. I, I can't group, and I know that that Vikings fans don't like Packer fans, but Packer fans, Green, you know, Wisconsin's close,
1: right? So I can't. Genera- it makes sense when you have a bunch of Packers fans. So I can't in enemy generalize territory. and say right. that
2: you're faux fans. Mm-hmm.
1: If you're, if you might
2: be annoying if you're a Packer fan, but I think you're a real Packer fan. <laughs> but these Yankee fans, and the same thing at Target Center when the Wolves play the Lakers, you don't exist. You don't know who's on the team. I'm all you know is somebody along the way told you, you know, you grew up like me in Minnetonka or YZ or Eden Prairie. And somewhere along the way, you saw Derek Jeter and you thought he was great. And so now you're showing up at Target Field last night. Go Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Judge. You Who's don't their know. third baseman? Yeah, you don't know the team. You don't know a thing about it. You're phony fans. Wow. You're so
1: phony. You're saying you can or should only be a Yankees fan if you're from New York no, or the tri-state area? No,
2: I'm saying I'm saying if you're what the kids like to call or called the dude bro, and you dude adopt knows, and you yes. and you adopt the Lakers or Yankees. <laughs> no, if you're if you're genuinely if you grew up a Yankee fan, that's great. Yeah, but if you think the Yankees are just cool because they're the Yankees. And, you know, it's not, they always win. And so I'm going to go buy a Yankee jersey. And then I'm going to go drink a bunch of pregame beers at Target Field. <laughs> and, by the way, you're also a Wild fan, a Wolves fan. Sure. And so you're a complete fraud. Love you're not Minnesota a, United. You're not a Yankee fan at all. Saw a lot of clean white hats yesterday. Just, That's for stay, sure. just stay home and shut up, because here's the problem with you. Stay home with your flat
1: brimmed cap, yeah, and your white brimmed you. sunglasses, and dude, here, bro.
2: Because you know what you do, and 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 the and the frauds that showed up. Your berkey sandals. In lit, <laughs> and as as Manny Hill back in studio can attest, the frauds that showed up at Target Center for Laker games with their Kobe Bryant jersey. Oh joint, yeah. All these guys do oh, yeah. is walk around the concourse but, and try and throw elbows to show you I'm a Laker fan. Yeah, see Lakers. Judd,
4: see, Judd, it's not even the Lakers anymore. Now it's the Warriors. See, The Warriors have okay, yep, sort of that's taking right. that spot. You where what people I'm sh- about, right, man? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. You're not real yes. fans. you yes.
1: frauds. <laughs> and I'm sick of – and I don't want to see you. Two things in response to that. Yeah. Um, do you feel better right now, Judd? Yes. Okay. Get that off your chest. I've got a lot of that weight. Um, I, on some level – disagree with you because i hear the same thing about cubs fans sometimes and the yankees like cubs fans it's just a it's a vast fan base that goes beyond their immediate proximity beyond their location, their city, or even their state—it's—it's it's a fan base. Yankees fans, Cubs fans, Red Sox fans. There are a few te- Cardinals. I got to admit, it. there are a few teams in baseball that, for whatever reason, Great their fans. fan base reaches beyond the city or the state that they play in. So, I do think that there are some genuine Yankees fans who aren't from the Bronx, and that's—that's that's okay with me. The other thing. I don't disagree with that. I'm saying the DuBrow, though, that adopted right,
2: yes. the Yankees two years back.
1: But I think you were mm-hmm. onto something when you said. Darren Judge. I saw Derek Jeter play, and he was so awesome. I went and got a Yankees hat or a Yankees jersey. I do think, I don't know this for a fact, but this is just a anecdotal experience, I guess he would call it. I think that the younger generation growing up, less of their team and sports loyalties are too. A, the the city that they are living in, growing up in, or even to a team at all, a lot of the time it's about the player. Yep. And they'll just be a fan of players around the league or they'll glom on to a certain player, so just yep. root for the team that that player plays on. My nephew, he's like 14, 13, 14 years old, wasn't really into basketball till about three, four years ago. And then all of a sudden, he's an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Right. Because he loved loved watching Russell Westbrook play. I'm a Russ fan,
3: I'm a Kawhi fan, I'm a Steph Curry fan, and I'm a KD fan.
1: And I can't even make fun of him as a Bulls fan who covers the Wolves. I'm like, yeah, dude, go ahead. I guess root for Oklahoma. <laughs> you, you
3: know what?
2: If you're a 13-year-old kid, God bless you, that's fine. But there's nothing worse than these 27-year-old guys that walk around the concourse throwing elbows, acting like they're all cool because they have their. this is their team. The Yankees are going to leave town. They'll never look at a box score. They won't check the scores. If the Yankees go to the World Series, they'll be like, no, I'm going to watch.
3: That's the thing. That's That's I, what bugs me.
2: Your your nephew is not a pure fraud.
3: I'm talking about the pure fraud. <laughs> the thing that bugs me is we don't watch the division series. Call me when they're in the championship series. Then don't watch baseball. Then, right. then, then, then don't cheer for the team. But uh, I I guess I'm not as mad about it as Judd is here. But I do think there is something to the just strictly player allegiances. Like you saw a ton of 99 jerseys last night. Yeah. It's just Judge, all rise. We love this guy. And I'll watch six games a year maybe <laughs> and then call me when they're on World
1: Series game one. I'll I'll probably tune in for game one or two. We'll see. I'll tell you who I am a fan of. I don't know about you guys. I could watch a grounds crew work all day at a baseball field. It's we're, meditation. We're out here at CHS Field, and I've been watching the guy on the riding mower put the stripes on the field the entire show. Like, I'm not even going to lie. There have been times where you guys have ta- have been talking, <laughs> and I have been Ask sp- Derek based about- out and it's amazing it's art it's watching this guy put these stripes on the field i don't know how that machinery you works i don't know what he's doing but what now he's going back he put stripes going in one direction throughout the outfield now he's coming back across in the other direction and making like a like a plaid or a checkerboard yeah, cro- effect yeah it's amazing
2: the cross cut it's all star game man it's amazing fort myers george toma you talk about an artist of the field <laughs> George would – George, what, go, goes around with that sort of pebble stick? You've seen Is those right? little
3: – you you're, it's a handheld device, and it, it almost looks like a cane, but it's one of those things that you would use to, like, grab something off a high shelf. Sure, yeah. Like it has that little trigger that squeezes the fingers like yeah, yeah, the yeah. claw machine. Uh-huh. He's picking up – Unusually large pebbles in the oh, infield amazing. dirt. After For hours, right? How many times has he raked the field before that and cut the grass immaculately? Yeah. He's probably like hand cutting some of the blades of grass. But, <laughs> He's got ah, scissors the, out. the mower couldn't be that precise. George. Get a comb and some scissors.
2: George, the most legendary ground screw
1: guy of all time.
3: Yeah, I didn't meditate today, so this is actually servicing pretty well to help it's me amazing. find my center
1: here at the end of the score north first place. Do you know what these show. guys aren't? They're not frauds. No, not at oh. all. Not, Not at like all, all those years. Got to get fans.
3: CHS Field ready for the American Association All Star
1: game. And like, I got to say, it's rounding into form. And go to saintsbaseball.com if you want tickets for that or any remaining Saints games. Like, you know, like guys who take a lot of pride in their lawns, I don't even know how you can. How do you even go and look at like if you care about your grass? I never cared about my grass I when I owned a house. Grass. But if you if you care about your grass, how do you see this and then go home and feel good about yourself? <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's impossible. Like, it's like that's like me watching Mr. Olympia and then going to the gym and being like that. What am I, I don't even, know. what am I even doing here? This is a complete waste of time. <laughs> We're dangerously close to front lawn shaming
3: here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, there's a big difference between a baseball field and our front lawns. I, right. I look at this and marvel. I'm now, not gonna I host would, an
3: all-star game I, in my front yard. I would
2: though. I would like the cross-cut though. That'd be pretty In cool. my front yard, the cross-cut be awesome. Do you have you ever attempted it? I don't even know how to start. <laughs> no, do you know why I haven't attempted this?
3: boys? <laughs>
1: Cut the grass one time, that's enough. I'm not going back not over going it a second time. I'm going back over it, yeah. <laughs> who who are you? I don't know how that thing even makes the stripes. Is it just the direction in which he's riding the mower? It's, uh,
3: it presses it down. It presses the grass down. So you cut it all the same, kind of like, and how are would there like no a, tire would a fairway. Uh, that's a great question. I actually don't know that answer.
2: <laughs> Robbie's now become very perplexed by how this is all done. It's
3: amazing. I know. It's very it's, impressive. It's, it's crazy. There's some ammo here for a Twins minute. Go interview one of those people and ask them how it's done. But this might be the biggest day of the Grounds Cruise year, so I'm not going to. Probably won't
1: impose. Well, if it is. Very Minnesota not if you. If yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, he looks busy. I won't bug him. This guy's shining. Like, if this is the biggest moment of the CHS field grounds crew season. I it, don't
3: know if this is the CHS grounds crew or if this is the all star grounds crew from around
1: the league that they flew so. into Lowertown St. Paul. I think it's safe to say it's CHS. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. <laughs> they brought in the best groundskeepers. Sure looks from like Each it. team around the American Baseball Association. Amazing. Do you know what we find out? Tonight, what's that? Good
2: Gibby or bad Gibby?
1: That's true. This is Kyle Gibson
2: against the Yankees. This is a
1: holiday, boys. Did you
3: know that? I I, I hadn't realized it until last night. But tonight's a baseball holiday. Fans of the Minnesota Twins will take in their 100th baseball game today, game number 100. Selly, you're in the home stretch. Two months to go. Trade deadline. What's he
2: talking about, holiday?
3: Game number 100 is not a holiday movie? 100 of like,
1: 162, man. I like that this show started and ended with Judd disappointed in there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to bring some great thing to the table. He's like, I like that you're baseball nerdy, but that's a little
1: too 100. baseball nerdy. <laughs> not a holiday. Love it. Opening day, now that might be a holiday. Merry real, Christmas, boys. Real quick, Brian tweets in, uh, Rami, the mower blades rotate vertically, not horizontally, like your mower at home does, so it knocks the grass down in one direction. Love it. You learn something. How can new. I get that mole? You learn something new every day. I'm sure it's. I'm sure you can just go to Menards or the Home. True Value. Of, maybe. Up, hey, kid. Yeah, What's it bad? to you? <laughs> Hardware, <laughs> Hank. All right. Oh, this has been the Score North first place twins show. Live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Magic number is 61. The uh, Purple Daily Show with Matthew Collar coming up next. Mackie and Judd with Rami, also out here at CHS Field, coming up at 4 o'clock for Derek and Judd and Manny back in the studio. Rami saying thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow at noon.
0: If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund, so there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses, so don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.